it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we're on Take the Elevator the first Monday of June. Mm -hmm. What? Yes. It is, <laughs> what is up, y'all? <laughs> I like the way he said, what's up? What's up? <laughs> so let me tell you what is up. We are going to talk about all the things having to do with Best Friends Day, which is tomorrow the 8th. Uh-huh. And we're going to talk about making life beautiful day on the 11th. Nice. And we're going to kind of just wrap up everything because, you know, Corey, we are getting da- ready to wind down the first year ready. and ramp it up for the second year. That's where I was going. Wind down to ramp it up. There it is. Uh-huh. I love that. I love, love, love that that is the theme that we're working with this week. So as we're winding down, we also said that this month we were going to talk about find one, name one. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've learned is that we had an episode or two ago on a Monday where we spoke the truth about something and how uplifting and freeing it was. Yes. So when something works, we like to kind of stay there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this week, like everyone, I'm sure, we we browse social media, we look at the news, we read blogs that speak to us, read books, listen to podcasts. Hopefully, you guys are spreading the word about Take the Elevator. That would mean the world to us as we ramp up for the second year. But what are, what's something, Corey, that stuck out to you as you were surfing the web? So for me, I always surf, and I'm always looking for interesting things to study and, and follow. And one of the things that I had found in the past kind of resurfaced and I wanted to share that find one while I found it and now I'm going to name it. Nice. And so normally I'm a very huge history buff when -hmm. it comes to liking to share information, but there are some things about history that are kind of embarrassing for some and kind of, um, I guess I would say they're not so, so much of a proud moment. So it's not embarrassing, but you're just not proud of it. Mm. And so uh, with that being said, there's some things that I've uh, rediscovered that I feel like probably aren't proud moments for some people, especially a group of scientists. Maybe they are proud of it. I don't know. I mean, who who knows in this day and age? But this is what I found. I found this article that I come across in May 21st, 2020. And the article reads as such. And I think... Um, we should probably post it somewhere just so people can get a hold of, to it. Okay. But it, it reads like this. Scientists made a mouse embryo that 4%. I'm sorry. Let me start that over because I'm, I'm cutting out. Scientists made a mouse embryo that's 4% human, the highest level of human cell in an animal yet. What? Yes. And that's just not a proud moment for me as far as representing science, because that's just somewhere we probably should not go. But that's the truth. What? Yeah. I am going to link it and I'm going to look at that myself. That is so odd. Yeah, that is really odd. It's just some things we shouldn't be doing, in my opinion. Yeah. And and that's just, again, it's just my opinion and if someone says, oh, no, I think it's good research and, hey, that's your opinion. I'm entitled to mine. I just wanted to say what I was feeling right then, right there. Yeah. You know, earlier before we started the recording, we said, oh, we need to get more sound effects, you know, as we're celebrating like kazoos, trumpets, horns, whatever. Right. I'm going to add a sound button that's awkward. 
awkward. (laughs) That is awkward. It is a little bit strange, but I don't want to take the air out of the room. I'm just, that's what I found. That's what I I discovered. So I wanted to share that. Yeah. I love those those bits and pieces because it gives me something to look up and see what the heck is going on in my world. Right. What is going on? So speaking of human and to change it a little bit, um, someone that I discovered and learned about is Naomi Osaka. Mm, okay. And so Naomi Osaka is half black. Um, her dad's from Haiti and then her mom's from Japan. She's only 23 years old and she's number one in the Women's Tennis Association. Huge. Um, In fact, I think she beat a tennis match against Serena Williams. Mm. Even more huge. Right. And she's the first Asian to hold the top ranking in singles. Now, forgive me for not being in tune with the latest in sports. Yeah. I I tend to dip out from time to time. Isn't Serena uh, maturing now um, she's not at the top of her game anymore right, right. okay and not that that means anything because i mean she's still a great athlete sure. and a great tennis player but i'm just making sure i'm in the know yeah serena williams has expanded her brand okay to something outside of just tennis right of course known for tennis because she's so awesome but here's naomi osaka and so that's just the background of her but she recently withdrew from the french open because she says she's been battling depression And she decided to use her voice, imagine that, to say, can't do it, can't do this interview, I've got to take care of me. Right. And it's funny because we just, you know, honored Mental Health Awareness Month last month. And so here we have Naomi. Can you imagine the pressures of being 23 years old and being top ranking? I can imagine being 48 years old and not being top ranking in the pressures. (laughs) Yes. Right? (laughs) And so there were some that ridiculed her. I read it on LinkedIn that there were. And so this is in addition to that, as I'm surfing social media, I'm like, well, let me see what people are saying. Let's get the temperature for what the world is saying about this young professional athlete who has a truthful moment and says she has moments of depression and needs to take downtime for herself. Um, there were things brought up about her contract and it's part of the business and she signed up for it and she should know that she's got to do these interviews and she doesn't have an opt out and she should stay true to her fan base and they've made her who she is. I'm like, they made her who she is. Yeah. Ah, not, (laughs) I don't know. Um, yeah, those warriors on, on social media. That's a group of people that, you know, once you start a battle with, it's an ongoing fight. So it is tough, 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 tough. So my thoughts go out to her and just so proud, of course, because she's the first um, Asian to hold that title. Oh, got to have some pride for my people. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. So there, see, that would have been perfect for a sound bit right there. We got to get this sound stuff together for year two. We will. We will. All right, let's talk about all the things having to do with friends because we're talking about Best Friends Day. Wow, okay. Which is tomorrow. And I love this because when I think about the podcast and how it was an idea and how we just went with it and the support I've received from you, with you, through it all is amazing because as if people don't know you are my best friend. Mm -hmm. 
And so we want to talk about friendships because I think there are a lot of things that we could say we learned in this last year through uh, the crisis of COVID, through this podcast, through working from home, through all the things. Uh, What would you define as a friend? Oh, wow. That's real deep for me. Um, And if anyone knows me, they know I value that word a great deal. And I never wanted to call Jen my best friend if she really wasn't. Mm. That had to be a real statement and I had to truly believe it. And now today and for quite some time, I've believed that you are my best friend. And I take that really, really personal because you're not a friend unless we're going through the thick, the thin, the good the bad, the ups, the downs. When nobody else want to deal with me, you'll deal with me. When everybody wants to deal with me, you'll deal with me. It's just all that this encompassed in what a relationship that's developed to a, a point where we're that close that you can say, this is my best friend. This is who has me no matter what. Yeah, totally. And so if you looked up the word friend, they, it's something like a person with whom you have a mutual affection. I'm like, really? That's the best that we could do to define that? Mm. Because you know, I've been incorporating Maslow's hierarchy and some things that I'm working on as far as a project for Jen the Builder. Who's Maslow, by the way? Maslow's a psychologist, and he created a theory that really speaks to human motivation. Okay. So I thought human motivation, motivation, that's a lot of what a friend does Mm -hmm. and they do it honestly. So when I just thought about friendships and of course I thought about you a lot in, in defining this and I agree with you completely. So I'm going somewhere with this with Maslow's hierarchy. There's five levels and they, he says that if you meet the bottom tier, you can then move forward to the next tier. So let me give you an example. You have your physiological needs. So I will never get to higher motivations if I'm not taken care of as far as food, shelter, water, clothing, right? Those are things that are very important in living. Those are the essentials. Yes. Okay. So then you go into your safety, such as personal security, your health, your employment. Mm -hmm. You got that taken care of. Cool. Check, check. We go on to love and belonging, which is your sense of connection, intimacy, So this is where you start to see friendships and relationships thrive Mm -hmm. because you've got the bottom two things taken care of. Once you go through love and belonging, then you get into esteem and that's your respect and your strength, freedom. And then the top tier is self-actualization where you're becoming the most that you can be. Okay. So I tie that to a friend because a friend should care about all these levels and be able to motivate you at all these levels. Now I'm not saying that we um, predetermine that, okay, you're my friend. So I expect you to meet all my needs and all these levels. And I want you to be supportive all the time. I want you to be honest all the time because we're flawed and we're going to not be able to answer that call a hundred percent of the time. Right. But I would think it would be the exact opposite. You're my friend because you do meet all these criteria. Ah, Yes, Mm. absolutely. I love, uh, yes. If a person meets all this criteria, they are absolutely your friend. And friend worthy. Heck yes. Because let's be honest, there are a lot of people out there that are not friend worthy. That's true. And some of them even know it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I want to start with me because we're talking about find one, name one. There have been opportunities for me to be a better friend. And I just had a friend who recently came back in my life and we had 
grown apart to where we weren't talking at all. And this is someone who was very near and dear to my heart, who really knew who I was mm-hmm. and was not fair weather. Right. You know, that's, that's my, one of my favorite words when it comes to describing what a friend is not. So I said, if I get a chance to restore this relationship, I'm going to show up as a better friend. So here's my find one, name one. I want to be better with empathy and perspective and honesty. What I mean by this is typically when we show empathy, I'm not going to go into this like crazy, but there's different types of empathy. I have a tendency to be the empath that is going to feel what you feel. If you're crying, I'm crying. You're happy. I'm going to celebrate with you. That's the kind of empathy I, I give. The kind of empathy I want to give is when you're coming to me with a problem or a situation, I'm not taking the mindset of, if I were in your shoes, I would do this. Instead, I want to come at it from your perspective, truly. If I was Corey in his shoes going and his past experiences and experiencing this now, what must that be like? And totally remove me from that perspective. Mm -hmm. Because that's where I go wrong sometimes. As a coach, I think, oh, if only they would do this, it could fix it. Which is another type of empathy. Mm -hmm. You know, being a friend and helping with finding the solution. That's great too. But sometimes it just calls for me to understand right where you're at. I don't need to have an opinion, but just know where you're at and be there for you. Right. So that's my find one, name one. I'm excited about that challenge. I know I need to show up better that way. Okay. Yeah. That's a good insight on yourself. And again, a lot of people can't do that either. I'm very grateful when I'm around people, surrounded by people that have the ability to look at themselves and know this is what needs to change and this is what I need to keep. And I see that in you. And again, I think that's what makes you and I a good match to be best friends. Absolutely. I'm I'm so glad that you're my best friend. Uh, you always, Corey, I will say this hands down, you have my back. And that feels so good um, in words and in actions, whether it's convenient or not. Sometimes it's not convenient to have my back because you're like, did you really say that? Did you really go there? And how do I show up for you as a friend when I'm really not about what you did? Right. Yeah, <laughs> That's that, tough. That part. <laughs> that part right there. And that's where the honesty comes into play. You're giving me the messages that are tough, but you give it to me and you do it gracefully and you do it in love. And I think that's an important part of being a friend. Um, And then in friendship too, you have your differences and you celebrate them. I want to change the world sometimes. And sometimes I think I have the answer to change it. And really, it's really about celebrating you where you're at and encouraging you to go exactly where you want to go, mm. you know, and, yeah. and again, speak the truth. Um, I won't abandon you. That's huge. I don't know if, have you ever experienced abandonment? I'm sure I have. Yeah. 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 Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good feeling. And so when you call your friends, you know, people, your friends, and that happens like, Oh man, it, it could put you in a really bad space. So um, I'm not trying to buck the system on purpose, but when I've been abandoned or had the feeling of being abandoned, and of course, sometimes that abandonment is is brought on by myself. Mm. It's not always because of that's the reality. 
uh, I tend to grow more because I'm forcing myself to adapt in that scenario. I'm putting myself, I'm putting pressure on myself to say, you're alone for a reason. Now, now it's time to thrive. Right. And that's where those moments for takeaways, right? Really assessing where you're at, why you're there and using those moments to build yourself up. Absolutely. Such a good concept. And that's another thing about friendships is I hope you guys have friends that challenge status quo Mm, and, you know, and bring out who you're, who, what your gifts are, what you're meant to be. Another thing I want to bring up is even when you look up on Google, the definition of friends, they dare put this definition up. But I guess in our society today, it is a true statement. Um, It's your contacts on social networking websites. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, whoa, I've got hundreds of friends on Facebook. I was like, I don't know half those people on there. Exactly. I just sent out invites. Exactly. And again, a friend is someone who knows you. And loves you where you're at. And if you're counting on social media to boost you, your steam up, to look for these motivational factors, don't do that. Mm -mm. Please don't do that. It'll mess with you. That's not what friends are. And I think friends need to go above and beyond keeping in touch on Facebook if you're truly friends. like I'll say it like this. There's more potential there. If that's what, what you're looking for. If you're looking for a real friend, there there's more potential in the tangibility of a friendship opposed to just uh, collecting people on a social media pa- platform. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when we come back, I hope, first of all, I hope you guys have enjoyed this conversation about friends. I am going to have a post by the time this podcast airs about what your definition is for friends Give some shout outs to the people that you call your friends. So show them some love on social media and let them know you are a true friend. And what kind of friend would I be not to mention one of my closest friends? Yeah. Danny Castro. What's up, Danny? Danny. Danny is a very good friend to you. And I love that you have that friendship. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about making life beautiful because that is a national day on the 11th, which is Friday. Now I'm interested in this day because I have no clue what it means or what it's about. And it it sounds like I'm supposed to put forth some effort into making my life more beautiful or just beautiful period. But I'm, I'm interested. I am too. And that's why we're just going to have this conversation because I'd like to leave it open to our interpretation. Oh, okay. Um, I'm really focused on this last year and how this last year has added beautiful things to our lives, has brought things into fruition as far as it growing. Um, Things that I think going into the next season and making life more beautiful for me, I'm going to share this guys because I'm so excited. I'm so excited we bought a new car mm. and we did, didn't we, we did. And it's high up. It's not lowered and it's nice and big and it feels so grown up. And it just, it's called, it's the Honda passport, which I think is so funny because some of the things that I want to incorporate in our lives to make it more beautiful is to get out and about a little bit to explore, 
you know, and so I know that that's the vehicle that's going to kind of be used for that. So that excites me. I don't need to have a real ID. I don't need to have proof of nothing to get in my car and drive. So whether that gives me comfort, I don't know. But, you know, I love the, the idea to do that. Nice. So it would that be an intro into uh, Genco in the IE? Ah, you're giving up all the goodies. Not all of them, just a little piece. Yeah, we'll just leave that right there. But yes, yes, it's absolutely an intro to that because, you know, we just want to expand. Uh, We, of course, want to be more focused and concentrated, but at the same time, we're working on expansion. So that's the challenge into year two for Genco and for the podcast. And just so you know, when we expand, we're not just talking about building up, we're building wide. And so what does mm-hmm. that look like for someone? Um, it looks like you're doing a whole bunch of stuff, but basically what you're doing is you're just creating a foundation so that as you build, you have solid ground to build on. Absolutely. It's all about that foundation. So that's such a perfect intro, almost Too good to be true, not scripted, but when you're talking about foundation, let's talk about the foundation of Take the Elevator as we're winding down to ramp up. So we started Take the Elevator during some crazy times. Mm -hmm. And if you guys have been following us, you know that we kind of scratched all the recordings because we wanted to be relevant and truthful about the world that we live in. So I was just looking back at episodes one, two, and three. Here's the trippy thing. Episode one was called Lives All Matter. Mm-hmm. Episode two was Life Matters, Make That Your Purpose. And then the third was Elevating with Truth. So what I love about year one is it's full circle. We started that way, unintentionally are ending that way with the message of speaking your truth, making some noise, recognizing that life matters. And we're talking about making life beautiful mm-hmm. right yeah so to end my part of how i'm making my life more beautiful is the road trips taking the time to rest and say i need a day off i might not make that episode or you know it, my schedule might change a little bit to get it done taking that time off and building myself up so that way we can effectively build others up Nice. I can finally say I agree. I used to <laughs> <laughs> No. Let me explain that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I used to always see how hard Jen would work and I would say, "Man, she works hard. She is an extremely hard worker. I can only imagine what it would feel like to work that hard." And so I began I had begun to work that hard and in some cases for me a little bit harder. And I, I put a lot on my plate on purpose so that I could really enjoy time off opposed to always feeling like, well, I'm kind of off now, <laughs> you know? So, um, yes, that's how I'm going to make my life more beautiful as well. Just enjoying the time we have to spend together. We have to create together. We have to go places and, and just enjoy when you got some time off. Yeah. Enjoy our time. I think is a, Big thing. And enjoy your time off. Yeah. Yeah. So what are let me do one real quick. Find one name one on how I am enjoying my time more and allowing for free time so I can do that. There are times when I don't edit. And let me tell you how freeing that is. Mm. It is so freeing to say, I'm not editing. I'm putting it out there and 
It's raw. It's what it is. It's conversation. As humans, we don't speak perfectly. I definitely have snorts here and there. Oh. I, You know, I mean, it is and, what it is. And I've noticed I have a bit of a stutter repeated <laughs> multiple times problem. And I'm like, where'd that come from? Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about having a podcast to put yourself out there and you replay it. You're like, oh, wow. Did I really say that? Or Oh, I didn't realize I took such deep breaths in between sentences, you know, (laughs) but it really causes you to appreciate yourself more and love yourself more. And that in itself makes life beautiful because this is my life. Yeah, It's your life. It's our lives. And how do we show up? That in itself is beautiful. Indeed. Well, you know us that take the elevator. What do we say? We say, look up and let's Elevate. elevate. We are back and we are doing our PS. Today, my PS is simply this. I've enjoyed the journey. I'm going to continue to enjoy the journey. And I think it's great that you guys have come along with us. Whether you've been with us the whole time or not, it's not important. What's important is that we are having fun and we're going to continue to have fun. And I hope you're there to celebrate our one year birthday with us. Yep, yep. My PS goes along the same lines, Corey. We're talking about Best Friends Day, and we have definitely developed some friendships during this last year of doing the podcast. What I've learned about people that we call our friends of Take the Elevator is the response has been very honest. When something's hot, it's hot, hot, hot. Yeah. When it's kind of cold, they're like, "Mm." not so much. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't quite understand that. Don't quite agree. And that's what friends do, though. And so here is my tip, my PS to anyone who's listening. Responses aren't always going to be what we think we want them to be. But if they're honest, they're the best kind of responses. And with a friend, you can now see their response and see the pattern. Are they consistent with responses? Are they there for you? And you guys have been that for us. Yeah. Thank you for the responses. Thank you for the wonderful patterns shown by love, support, care, and grace. All of those beautiful things you have added to make our lives beautiful for sure. Yeah. So again, we hope that you've been elevated because here we say, look up and let's elevate. Elevate. 